Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Star Wars 7x7 episode 1495 today. Let's talk Star Wars standalone movies and give you a bit of an update on that. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Alvin Johnson with the 501st Legion, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So I'm back in the studio after a wonderful vacation with the family. And yeah, uh, if you're watching the video version of this, then you will see that I have shaved and I'm a lot more put together than I looked when I did the Scoundrel Business video for yesterday's episode. So it's nice to be clean shaven and much more presentable than I was in yesterday's episode. Anyway, let's talk Star Wars standalone movies and get back to some real-time updates on stuff. So, interestingly enough, there hasn't been a lot of standalone movement. And, you know, the more that I've done updates on all of the other Star Wars properties that are in motion during the month of July when I was doing those updates, and I'll continue to do those updates as we move forward with the podcast, but as I was doing them, it occurred to me that this whole business of standalones and about the initial collider report about whether they had been put on hold or anything like that and then you know lucasfilm commenting that no they definitely hadn't been put on hold and that there were projects in development and sending that through um, abc and good morning america so you would hear it through an official channel as it were and then collider standing by their story and making star wars saying that they were hearing something about a possible shoot at Pinewood being canceled and so that might have been the genesis of the rumor and you know all this stuff going around I reached out actually to the folks at Making Star Wars because it seemed like the timing of that also coincided with the move for Indiana Jones 5 to be pushed back a year and maybe it was possible that the Pinewood time had been booked for Indy 5 and that was what had been cancelled but I don't think I've ever heard any confirmation on that. That's not a nag on the Star Wars folks, the making Star Wars folks I should say you know they've got their own priorities so hey you know if it's something that comes up on their radar they'll, they'll follow it through and it'll be all good but as far as the standalones go because of the fact that uh, you know, I was looking at Ryan Johnson's trilogy that's in development and the Game of Thrones guys working on their series that'll be in development soon enough. And we've talked about the whole thing about whether Lucasfilm has the infrastructure to be able to deal with more than one movie a year. And it doesn't seem like they're at that place. It seems like comparatively, if you look at Marvel Studios, they definitely have the infrastructure in place to do multiple Marvel movies each year. But they didn't start out that way. I mean, even under the Marvel Disney, you know, joint collective banner, they still weren't doing multiple movies a year until uh, what was it? 2012, 2013, something like that. So it took them a few years before the, you know, before 
before they got to that speed. Like the original Iron Man movie came out and there were multiple movies on an annual basis before it ever got to multiple movies a year. So if that's the case, then the idea of standalone movies being on hold, well, you don't have to say that they're on hold per se, but between Ryan Johnson and David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, they have more than enough on their plate to be able to essentially put Star Wars standalone movies on hold. Of course, that raises the question of whether the expectation of Lucasfilm is ultimately that they'll get to the point where they do multiple movies a year, and maybe that's the case. I mean, you know, Star Wars, as we've talked about on the podcast, certainly benefits from a bit of scarcity, and we're actually going to talk about that in a way also later this week related to Episode Nine, but... They've also got stuff that they're developing for the new streaming service, and we'll also talk about that later this week, too. So, you know, the whole thing decided to pop back up onto my radar because of the fact that Ewan McGregor is in the new Christopher Robin movie that's in theaters. And he did an interview with USA Today where, you know, if you're interviewing somebody related to Star Wars, you know the topic of Star Wars is going to come up. And so he was asked about the whole Obi-Wan situation, and here's what he had to say. So the official question, another character you know well is Obi-Wan Kenobi from Star Wars. There's been talk about a spin-off movie, but less so after Solo, a Star Wars story, didn't do as well as anticipated. And McGregor replies, I don't know anything more than you do. I'd still be happy to do it. I haven't seen a script. I don't know that they're planning to do it. I hope they do. And I thought Solo was fine. I liked it. Now... Of course, this is exactly what he would say if there was actually a movie in development and he was in talks for it and he couldn't say anything about it just yet. He wasn't allowed due to non-disclosure agreements or whatever because Lucas wasn't ready to talk about it just yet. And yet, there is a certain sense of, well... You know, honesty is the word I was just about to grab, and I'm not trying to suggest that Ewan McGregor would be dishonest about any of this. I mean, it's just, you know, the nature of the business. You can only talk about things when you're allowed to talk about things. But there's a certain level of candor in his interviews and a certain level of presentation about the way he does things that, you know, when you read this and, you know, the consistency of the story over the years, it's always been, I'd love to do it. I haven't heard of anything about it being official or anything like that. It sounds like whatever talk there had been about an Obi-Wan movie, all the rumors that had been swirling around about that, it really doesn't seem like there's any motion forward in that space. At least, you know, nothing tangible. As far as those reports about whether Lucasfilm does actually have stuff in development and them saying that, yes, they do, Obi-Wan could certainly be a part of that. But at this point, it doesn't sound like they're anywhere near the stage at which it's going to get you know, a major green light push forward. But I'll tell you, if they work themselves up to the point where we get a Ryan Johnson movie and a spin-off movie each year, and then a D.B. Weiss and David Benioff movie in a given year, and a standalone movie that year too, well, that would be pretty fun as well. It wouldn't necessarily follow the Marvel formula, if you will, where all of these little individual movies are building up to a collective one, but hey, you know, there's more than one way to approach this whole business, that's for sure. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, and then we'll talk about another director who had allegedly been attached to a Star Wars standalone project and his poo-pooing of the idea that he's working on such a thing. Stay tuned. 
Hey, Rebel Rouser, if you're enjoying Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast, bringing you a daily dose of Star Wars joy for more than four years and 1,500 episodes now, I hope you'll consider putting a tip in the metaphorical tip jar at patreon.com slash SW7x7. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash SW7x7. You can show your support for as little as $1 per month, and if you do a little bit more, there's a little bit more fun for you, too. Again, that's P-A-T com slash SW7X7. I thank you, and Star Wars 7x7 thanks you, too. Welcome back. So James Mangold is a guy who has been attached to the idea of a Boba Fett standalone movie, and recently he took to Twitter to mention that he is working on a Ford v. Ferrari movie with Christian Bale and Matt Damon. That's where his focus is. And basically just kind of said, no, I'm not working on a Boba Fett movie. I'm working on this movie. So that is sort of not being... Again, here we go with the honesty thing. Well, I'm not saying that he's not being honest about it. I'm just saying that he's not telling the whole story because there are other movies that are in development to which he is attached, including a movie called The Force, which is a crime drama thing and a Captain Nemo origin story movie that Disney is working on, as well as he might be co-scripting an X-23 movie, which if you remember the Logan movie and remember that uh, character, the young girl in there, well, it would be around that. And... You know, all of these things are things that he is working on at one level or another. And, you know, maybe not all of his time is being spent on any of those other three projects right now. Maybe it's just little bits here and there while he focuses on the Ford v. Ferrari project. But, you know, just because that's one major thing he's focused on doesn't mean that he's not doing these other things. So is it possible that he's still working on a Boba Fett project? Yeah, yeah, it's possible that he's noodling about it in the background, but, you know, it's just not the thing on his front burner right now. For my money, though, I don't think we're really going to find out anything about Lucasfilm's plans beyond Episode Nine until we get to Star Wars Celebration Chicago in April of 2019. So I think that's really the date to mark on your calendar, April 11th through 15th of 2019. I think that's when we're really going to find out what the world of Star Wars looks like, what the galaxy of Star Wars looks like after the debut of episode nine. And that is going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you force choke your captain, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com slash SW7X7. It's not an apology, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, a company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. 
high amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So, at four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable, it's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals, and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.